When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead But we gonna live forever It's Friday. The boys cast, boys cast, boys cast. Imagine I just did that. Remember when alt comedy was 90% of people doing weird things, exploring the stage, if you will, and then saying, imagine I was actually doing this. 90% of my social media right now is telling me to vote. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's very, very important that you vote. I can't, and I go, I can't vote Facebook. I'm sorry. I, I, Instagram, my main screen says vote. And then every time I, I go through the scroll, every third thing, it's like, vote. Have you voted yet? Here's how you sign. I can't vote. And there's nowhere to click. I'm just supposed to believe that they care so much about democracy. It's the most important thing to them. Every day at Facebook, they get together and they're like, you know, we're talking about all the, all of the ways that we can get into Saudi Arabia better, all the ways we can get into China to get that money. But it's very, very important that we vote. I wonder why something's going on. Instagram, it's very important that I vote. Do you, does it, is it possible that you think your demographic that's on Instagram might vote closer to you. I think a stat came out on Twitter that said 80% of Twitter is like liberal women in their 20s or whatever like that. And you go, hmm, I wonder why you want them to vote so bad. I'm not able to vote. Leave me alone. Ice Cube and 50 Cent are about to vote. <laughs> People don't seem happy about that. Love the, fi- love the Ice Cube stuff. Love the 50 Cent stuff. I loved when Terry Crews turned around. I love just anyone... And 50 Cent has always been, I've always liked 50 Cent. He's been a cool guy. He liked 6ix9ine back when it was cool. And, and the people that are getting mad at him, I looked at his thing, everyone's yelling at him. And the fact that 50 Cent doesn't care makes me like him even more. Remember when he was trolling people on the internet? He was doing the Floyd Mayweather thing. He was always doing something funny or other. But then, and then he had somewhere he got pretty carried away. He was just like, so it would be like some 600 pound girl at like walking through the airport. And he's like, look at this fat fuck. And people were like, yo, 50 cent, what's up? And he's like, nah, he didn't even care. Thought 6ix9ine was cool. And I listened to 6ix9ine in the Logan Paul podcast, which I don't really listen to uh, probably ever, but the 6ix9ine was there and I was like, ooh, the tell all from 6ix9ine loved him. This is my, one of my hated opinions that people don't, people don't like from me. He was funny. He was talking about ratting. But then, if I was to say something that's against 6ix9ine, is I'm like, 6ix9ine's funny, dude. Like, he is, you know, kind of dummy in these guys. He's quicker. He does the thing where he plays stupid, but he's not stupid. And then, and then halfway through there, start talking about comedy. And then he was like, I've actually thought about doing stand up comedy. And I go, wow. It's like the baby that's acting cute. And they get everyone show everyone goes, oh my God. And then they know that they could fall over and then they're doing it on purpose. And you're like, it's not cute when you do it on purpose. Girls that are acting, you know, taking the selfies, the acting like no one's seen them. It's not cute. 
It's not cute when we know you're doing it on purpose. A huge part of that, you know, cute component with people is they didn't realize it. Once it's conscience, it's over. It's like, oh, 6ix9ine thinks he's so funny. You should do stand up at his shows now. And you go, yeah. All right. Well, you're not funny. You're not that funny. You're funny for, a, you know, wild rapper. There's nothing that, that's in general in the comedy community. Always. You can watch some guy will be at a show and he'll come up to everyone and be like, oh, you guys are so funny, blah, blah. Like, you know, sucking your dicks and everyone's such an egomaniac. That everyone's like, do tell. Hey, do you want to get a beer somewhere? Everyone's chatting. And then, and then eventually, you know, five minutes in, you see the person be like, I actually do stand up too. And then two towns over, I'm like, going to do open mics. And you go, there's the door, pal. <laughs> All right. It, okay. I see what's going on here. No good. Hot chicks kicking around. Oh, what's up? You guys are so... Everyone, like, you know, all these pervs. <laughs> every every perv in the bar is like, would you see my set? There's a chick? And then she's like, I'm actually a comic. Everyone's like, false alarm. <laughs> false alarm. It's a scab. She's gaming us. So that was my take on 50 Cent. Okay, kicks ass, dude. And Ice Cube, people are killing him. But he said, he goes... This is what he says. He goes... First of all, I know that the people saw the woke racist video and, you know, it opened some eyes for them. Fiddy was watching. He loves Eminem. Every second post is, every second one of his posts with all those guys is like, just a reminder that Eminem is the god. No one's ever been around. You know, 50 said every second interview, Lloyd Banks, all those guys. I think that they know that they can go viral talking about Eminem. So they do it a lot. But I even looked at his page this morning when I was kind of cruising through all of his stuff. And every third page is like, happy birthday, Eminem. <laughs> uh, just the, the anniversary of rap God. Like he's always, he's always posting about Eminem. I don't know. I, they're obsessed with this guy. The God. It's like, it's like they kind of, you know, maybe know that black people don't want to, you know, a lot of black people want to say that he's not the best because he's white. And I think they know it like bugs people a little bit. I'm going to give him, I'm going to be generous with my synopsis of why 50 Cent likes Eminem so much. He's being generous. That's what I'm giving him. But he goes, you know, the tax plan came out and they goes, they want a tax at 62%, you know. And first of all, it's just like the most consistent law. Everybody knows this. Anyone who's ever looked into any of this stuff, it's like, yeah, they, when they raise the tax rate from 50 to 55, you get less tax. And on a basic level, everyone can understand. Imagine you're a doctor and they're like, oh, you pay 40% tax. You're like, fine, I'll bend over and you can fuck me in the ass. Thanks. Ouch. But when they say it's 55, 60, everyone goes, yeah, fuck that. You make changes. You're like, you know what? Maybe my wife's going to be employed at the company and then I'm going to give her some, you know, some of my salary. Maybe I, I invest in, you know, stuff instead of taking salaries. Maybe I buy property and let it depreciate. Whatever it is, you do that kind of stuff. 62%, you're going to make less taxes. Just, but anyways, that doesn't matter because this isn't about it. It's, it's a symbolic gesture. Do you want to get more tax or do you want a symbolic gesture of pretending? Why don't you tax it 100% then? Would you just make more money? Would you make more money if you tax 100%? Okay. So what is the number? Well, we actually know the number. According to a pretty stated principle, it's 50. 50 cent is the number where you pushed it. Poetic justice. You want to push it above 50. And 50 has had it up to here. 
everything is and the funny part is people on his tag play all, all on his instagram everyone's going no you don't get it that's only over four hundred thousand. he's like yeah well i make more than four hundred thousand. what part of i'm rich don't you understand i like it when those guys because it's a little it's a little harder to hit them on that because you know you find these like white liberal actors and they and they go oh this is bad for rich people and then they go i oh no 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 i care about people i care about the you know, I just want, I want rich people to get taxed, to give the money to all those more people worth 50 cents. Like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my whole thing, being rich and bragging about being rich. I don't know if you've been paying any attention. Like when the rappers, they're like, no, 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 it's only going to happen to rich people like you. And you're like, yeah, I'm rich. want to stay rich. <laughs> Not sure uh, if you've heard anything I've done. My entire body of work about being rich. This is like, it's all this thing with two, with 50 cents, like kind of, a guy that doesn't give a shit. And there are people like that that are almost like the old world where he's like, yeah, no, I, I'm not like falling into your like 20 year old politics girl games. And he goes, he's like, yeah, uh, if you're going to take my money, like I'm out. I don't know what to tell you. And then, but he's like, yeah, no, I don't really care. Like I don't fucking invest that far either way. Floyd Mayweather went on uh, breakfast club and said that he likes, uh, that he likes Trump too. And <laughs> people flip, but they don't know what to do with those guys. Cause they're like, yeah, they can't fathom that you don't care. Like, I can't, like the fact that I'm like, you know, I was even thinking about it. I'm like, who do I want to win? Not that I can vote. Not that I'm a fucking even a citizen yet. But I don't care. Who, I don't give a shit. I go, is there, a, is there a candidate that's better for comedy? Is there a candidate for the boys? Who's the candidate that's better for comedy? Is that anyone? I don't know. Probably not. It's better for, Trump's better for himself because he gets to say anything you want and then you have to, <laughs> and then you actually you have to say less stuff because he gets to say all the funny stuff and then biden you know that'll just the temper tantrum will continue so i don't care and they need you to care i subscribe to push notifications somehow from bloomberg these places are so in your face facebook i can't sign on to social media your entire phone your entire internet is everyone feeding you propaganda bloomberg news is they're not even pretending I get the push notifications. It's just like, yo, Biden's so sick. <laughs> Biden looked amazing at the debates. Nice hair. But does Biden's tricep matter? Is Biden's tricep putting the, showing the country what a tricep could look like? This is a representative tricep of the country. Biden loves poor person. Just a picture of Biden hugging a poor guy. Bloomberg says. Why is Biden be- why Biden's better for the oil notification the oil industry? And this just shows up on my phone. And it was just like, well, shut up. Racist, this is an article. Racist dog whistle saying that they because they, they say Kamala instead of Kamala. And it says, racist dog whistle to whites saying her name wrong out of racism. I have a bodega guy that's been calling me Rianne for the last year. I've lived here. I haven't lived here for a year. Whatever I've lived here for. Calls me Rianne. Rianne. It's obviously Ryan. He doesn't care because the language that he speaks, phonically, that's more common. When it looks like that, they say Rianne. When a name is spelt like that, people say Kamala. I've tried to say, we were doing a sketch and we tried to say Kamala because I was with Corinne and she cares about that stuff. It was the the sketch where we're in the office and it was like, what would do if, what the blogs would do if Trump lost. And we go, all right. She's like, no, we should say her name right. Okay, okay. Got it. We're trying to say the name right. Because you're right. It was more like, let's, it's not even that I care about saying her name right. It's more like, let's not make a 
I don't like to, if my point was to say her name wrong, but I don't like to make a point where there wasn't a point. Like, stick, if my point's that, let's really say it wrong. But if we're just saying it wrong, people are guessing, like, was that on purpose? Is that, on, I don't like the, you know, where you kind of leave it up for interpretation. I like to own my points. So, Kamala is the name. Sorry. He calls me Rianne. Basically, I try, the point is, we tried saying it like that for, uh, the entire, we were trying to say that these guys are sketch and you'd say it like that once it would feel awkward. And then we just be like, we're done. Then we just said Kamala because it doesn't feel right because that's now we sp in the English language. That's strange. If I was her and I, if my parents called me Rianne, I would have got to high school and 10 people would have been Ryan. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Ryan. Yeah, actually it is Ryan. I don't need to, I don't need to make a point about my name. You got a wacky name. It doesn't say, it's not, it doesn't sound natural to say, and it shouldn't be, and it shouldn't, if it's spelled like that, it shouldn't be pronounced like that. Racist, like he's come up there, he's like, hey, so Cam, Kamala, Kamala Harris and some of, you know, all the clan, people at the clan. I don't know if we should be voting for Trump anymore. He's not saying enough. He just denounced us. And then you hear Kamala drops the glass loud and clear. Alert the base. We're back on the Trump camp. And it wasn't even Trump. It was just like some guy at some newspaper. This is what I, I, I talked last. All the banks are out of control, right? But I didn't talk about all the banks are out of control. I talked about a bank. But this is. This, you know, some people sent me this stuff. Some Australian guy sent me one that's really good. But this is, this is, I'm going to tell you the thing. Executive summary. So this is from a real estate company now. Some of you guys might not know that I'm a real estate mogul. Some of you guys know me as comedian, podcaster, director, Ryan Long. What you might not know is I am a media mogul. I am a real estate mogul with a property of one. But I've potentially been looking into buying a second property if things are going down. Mainly, it's a probably not a good investment, but it's all about, it's all, it's not, you know, to me, it's not about making money. It's about looking cool. And I love, I remember five years ago meeting my, I knew, I knew this guy and he like owned three properties and it's not even that much money. He was like leveraging them all. And I was like, like that, <laughs> love that, especially like being a comedian and stuff like that, a job that no one takes seriously. Like you meet your girlfriend's parents or whatever. And he's all like, you know, so what do you do? Like comedy or whatever. And you're like, I am a mogul. I own properties. How many places do you own? I own two. And you know, it's not even that hard. You know what I mean? Like the down payments are crazy. You can take money out if your other place went and whatever. I recommend that. I read, I've read a couple books on it, but if I was, if I was to do it all again and I was 20, that'd be my whole game plan from the get go. So like the time I was 40, which I still, that's my whole plan. Just own a bunch of places, not for necessarily for the investments, just for the straight up, uh, the straight up, but it's hard to get a mortgage, but the straight up way you could, you know, just to impress people make definitely it feels fucking sick. <laughs> so I and people are, you know, I'm trying to buy one in Canada in Toronto and people are like, why would you do that? It's, you know, they're going to beat you up on foreign ownership, blah, 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 blah. Don't need to get in the nitty gritty, but it's going to be a bit of an economic podcast. I told you I'm going to go through the, the, uh, political compass, but the, like, I, I, I go, I couldn't get, people don't get, I go, I can't get a bank card. They're like, well, whatever you, you have another property. I go, you don't, you not understand. I walked into, I walked into America. I couldn't get a bank card. And then I tried to get a $500 credit card. They wouldn't give me a 500. I had to get a prepaid and it's white. It's embarrassing. I couldn't pull it out in front of a chick without looking like a poor person. 
which is fine. Nothing wrong with being poor. But my game is I'm trying to be like, yo, I'm famous. <laughs> I came to America and I was like, yo, in Canada, like you don't even get it. <laughs> they have statues at me. No one could check. I go, check what? You don't, you don't know all the Canadian stuff. You don't get it. I'm fucking big in Japan, big in Canada. You know, that's, that's all you have. If you're, you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have one of those jobs. So I, I, the only thing I have is I can be like, yo, I'm like popping. <laughs> God, is everyone, you know, especially if a girl's like not 20, they look at, you know, these alternative jobs like you're a loser unless you prove, unless you're awesome at it. Same as same thing if you're a friggin' athlete. Like you better be in the friggin' NBA. Like, oh, I'm an athlete. Like, what are you leagues you play in? I play in the the BPH4 uh, NBA. And you go, what's that? You're like, I don't. It's just like some league. I make twenty dollars a fucking week. So I gotta, I gotta be playing on that that level. You gotta do what you want. So I, I'm doing this thing. Sign up some bank newsletters. This is what the bank says about the real estate industry. So it's what it's called is real estate newsletter. I'm going to read this on my phone because I literally got this as I was about to start this podcast. Climate change. First thing, if you're buying property, what you need to know is about climate change. The, how the real estate, estate industry is changing. Why the fuck would I need to know this? From pleading guilty, delivering solutions, fully aware of the responsibility they have on climate change and the impact they will have on their activities, the real estate and construction players are firmly, firmly moving forward on a plead guilty position, uh, from a plead guilty position to a solution maker role. I don't care. Why would anyone do whatever you got to do? The only thing I care about is like, does that make it more expensive? What the, why would I care? So one not not in not interesting doesn't help anyone this is like you to pat yourself on the back good what you want me to this isn't from a real estate company good okay number two diversity and inclusion in the real estate industry this should help this should help me right now i'm thinking hmm condos might be cheap maybe i can pull a bunch of weird moves and buy a condo and they go oh we have just the information for you Guess what? I go, I'm listening. Are you going to tell me about what area maybe is good? Are you going to tell me about the difference between how uh, houses have sort of gone down in the city, but up in the suburbs? Maybe some information like that that could be potentially helpful. Close. But actually, we're going to tell you, traditionally, real estate has been a white male dominated industry, especially in key management positions. Although various efforts have been made to develop more inclusive environment, there is still a gap that needs filling. I'm listening. Is there more? Cool. Sweet. Sick, dude. That helps. So, Queen of Bathurst, or are we thinking out of town? Not really helping me, is it? Who is this helping? I know plenty of women real estate agents. For the record, very girl job. It's the perfect girl job. I had a sketch that I was working on. Hey, did everything in your life not work out? Become a real estate agent. It's the ultimate job. You don't do much. <laughs> you kind of work whenever you want. You don't, you know, you kind of make a couple big sales. You made your 50 grand for the year. You chill. Just like the perfect girl job. Especially if you got like a boyfriend that's got some money. Perfect girl job. Guy job, not the best. Perfect girl job. 
But now that I know that it's white male dominated, that should, that should help in influencing me and my real estate empire. Another thing about climate change. <sighs> so you go, the workplace hierarchy of needs in today's fast changing digital world of work and companies rethink how they approach traditional real estate investments. Workplace experience is increasingly on the spotlight. Workplace experience. So I guess what they're saying so it's one point. If I was buying like a big commercial real estate place, then I guess, you know, they want to sell it. Like it's important that one has a slide like in Google where you, you have a ball pit at your job, a ball pit at your job. So I'll tell you what, if that isn't crazy enough for you, I saw something even crazier and I try to be a good person, you know? I try to help. I try to be nice to my friends. Try to, <laughs> try to treat the people in my life good. I try to give people things when I can, whether that's time or advice. If anything, I'm a bit of a sucker for that, to be completely honest. I'm, a, I'm the guy you can corner into a conversation at a bar. I'm that dude. I'm a bit of a sucker, which is why I just have to remove myself from the position. Because, you know, again, one of the reasons why I said... You know, when I'm talking to, to I have this conversation with, you have this conversation with moms and chicks that don't understand how like a man could work. People hate my philosophy. Chicks, chicks think it's like, they go, oh, you're a sociopath. You go, no, I don't let, you know, here's a perfect example. When I go, I don't believe in concepts like the one, which is like clearly by any factual matter, not true. And I go, when I was 20, people used to say, you know, girl, I go, I broke up with the chick that I was kind of like my, you know, super sick. Everything was great. I was in mental turmoil. I was very tortured. You know, I was like, I shouldn't have a girlfriend. I should have a girlfriend. Now I'm, um, you know, I'm calmer down. Went through all that. But at the time, there was no scenario where I was staying in. And they'd go, oh, you just didn't meet the one. If you meet, met the girl that you loved, you would, you know, you'd be willing to sacrifice everything for her. And I go, no, I wouldn't. I decided that I wanted to live my life a certain way. I didn't want their decisions, especially when you're trying something new. Like when I was switching from music to comedy, going from a life where I kind of had some cash and status and throwing that all away to start low. That would have been embarrassing to me. I almost needed to do that like without anyone involved. And girls, no, I wouldn't have cared. It's like, yes, I don't like feeling like a bitch. So I, you know, it's like I said, anyone wants to start new things. A lot of times it's like, don't tell. When you start your new thing, if you start being a rapper, don't tell everyone. Keep it a secret. Do it in closed doors. Get better at the thing. Then you go, then you sort of people see it when you're good. And then they go, oh, you've been doing that? And you go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, it's a little thing I do on the side. They're like, oh, Ryan's pretty good at comedy. I go, ah, you know, whatever. It's a little thing I've been doing. As opposed to bringing all your friends out to watch you bomb. And they go, this is how I combat that. I said, I, I'm going to argue this my mom. I go, okay, you have a husband, Correct. Okay, so you love him, you know. Let's say someone else came along that was, you know, just, oh my, the perfect person you connected to. And would you would you now leave him and go with the new guy? No, of course not. I'm not, like, looking like that. I wouldn't leave my husband. Like, that's just, you know, that's what it is. I'm not even entertaining that option. I go, now you know how I felt minus having the relationship. I wasn't entertaining the option of this being a thing. So the entire time I was like, how do I get out? So you do understand the idea of not entertaining the option. 
So no, it wouldn't matter if it was the best girl in the world. And there isn't one. The best girl in the world, Caitlyn Jenner, a dude. We know that. That's been proven. It's been stamped and sealed by the media. So they don't, they don't, you know, the way that you think about things, the way you slot things in, think about it transactionally. It's like, yeah, well, I would describe it like this. Once again, another point to rebuttal these kind of things. They go, oh, okay. So you don't think that that's all. It's just important that they move towards your goal. That's not like they can't fathom people that like don't have goals. Can't fathom that that's the most important thing for you. And you go, no, you're for, okay. Listen, when you're dating a guy, you have an amount of hotness that he has to be correct. Would you date a zero? Would you date someone that's 800 pounds lying there? It's like, no. Okay. So you do have that. So you have a threshold of how hot they should be. I have a threshold of will they move towards my goal and how hot they are. (laughs) Both. So you're like, okay, these are the boxes that I like to be checked until I even put them in the game. And And that's being said, every guy's there where you're like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then you're just like, date some, then you start hanging out with some chick. You're like, guess I'm in a relationship and she was none of those things. We're all suckers. But as you get older, you get better at it and you get better at breaking up if you if you don't find it. But the idea that this is like some sociopathic thing and you go, no, no, no. Your things that you check in for them to be in the running for you are just like, don't have anything to do with your life as much. They understand. They're like, a lot of times it's like, oh, I want a guy that has time. I want a guy that makes me feel this way. I want a guy that with a big, you know, he has big ears, <laughs> big ears for listening. He has big ears and a novelty, uh, you know, NHL glove that he can put up to his ear to listen to your stories. Those are your criteria. And my criteria is I want to get, accomplish this. And if I, you know, if I'm at a period in my life that I feel like I want to move to a different country, I want to do this, I want to do this. They would have to really be helping that, you know, like potentially, because I know how much of a pain they're going to be. And then you bring someone here and they don't have friends and it's a burden and blah, 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 blah. But maybe you would find someone that they're like, hey, I just have like mad cash. I'll fund the whole thing. I'm an American citizen, so I could actually just sort that whole thing. Maybe, and that's, I actually have friends there. Like, who knows? Maybe they could reach that threshold where they were helping and not hurting. But in a lot of cases, the threshold for who you want to date for dudes that have fucking goals is more about that. And they can't, you know, they go, you're, you're a sociopath. You go, no, you're an emotiopath. <laughs> How about that? So I was, I found this on the internet. I mean, my friends were, it's one of those things where you're like, stop it. Picture Down syndrome model on the runway, (laughs) runway fashion show, you know, overweight, down syndrome posts. This is so inspiring. We need to see more of this. This is what the fashion industry needs to be. And you're like a classic case of what you up to over there? Hey, what's the goal here? Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm a. watching you kind of do stuff over there and I'm wondering what are you doing? (laughs) What is this? They basically made it so that you can be a dick and and that would just fit in the realm. A Down syndrome girl walking in through the mall. 
someone walking up. There. Like, how did that even happen? Were you was she scouted at the mall? Was she walking through the mall, and someone walked up to her and said, "Listen, oh my God, your daughter who reps her." And you go, "What?" Like you could that would be a dick move to be like, "Oh, is your daughter a model?" And you'd be like, "Dude, fuck off. That's not cool, dude." You're gonna come up to a girl in Down syndrome and say she'd be a model, like going up to a girl with five five hundred pounds, and you go, "Holy shit." Who is your agent? Tell tell me you're a free agent. Down syndrome girl model. Did her parents put her in? It seems mean. Not ever, you know, it seems mean. Down syndrome girl. I remember talking about this on the like back in the day on stage a little bit. But there would be all these these uh you know articles that was like we any anyone could be a model, and then there'd be models that were like hot chicks. And they would be like, people told me I couldn't be a model. They did the rap thing. People told me, you know, you shouldn't be a model and you weren't hot enough. And then, and, and, and now look at me now and I proved them all wrong. And you go, people probably tell you you shouldn't be a model because it's not a good job. People might have said, yeah, maybe not the best career path. And on top of that, you could probably do your modeling while you do your other stuff. You could do your two modeling auditions a week. While you go to university, if you wanted to do that, it's not going to interfere. I need to practice for my modeling audition. How many modeling auditions do you have a week too? What do you have to do for them? I stand there. You could, you could do that while you have a job, Let me sort of break the bubble to you. And more importantly, no one went up to a kid and told them, mom, I want to be a model. You're never going to be a model. You're disgusting. No one said that to a kid. No one told you you couldn't be a model. They maybe said you shouldn't be a model. And that was a nice way to telling them like, hey, you're fat. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not. <laughs> All those parents who told their kids like, listen, like you're not going to be a model. You're fat. Boy, were they wrong, by the way. That is like pretty funny, though. The idea of like a 400 pound girl that's now a model going back to her mom and dad and people being like, Oh, remember when you discouraged me from being a model and the dad has to be like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't have predicted all this. <laughs> you got to You got to admit that I couldn't predict all this. No one could have predicted that the models would be 500 pounds. So all you can do is devalue what model means. Oh my God, your girlfriend looks like a model. And then you show her this one. You go, yes, your model looks like she has Down syndrome and she's fat. No arms, no legs, in a wheelchair. Who represents you? This is the world that they want to live in. <laughs> I've been doing some shows in New York. It is. You know what? The, don't go. <laughs> it's, you know what my synopsis of the outdoor shows are? They are cold. It's over. <laughs> that, that's my general synopsis. Here is your scraps. We're going to shut down comedy. We're shutting down everything. We'll let you do a show in a park, huh? It's like your mom grounding you. You can't hang out with your friends, but here's a crayon. It's kind of the gist of New York's a fucking freak show right now, too. <laughs> the BLM's back at it again. They, even with their dick chants, they were, <laughs> they had a pretty good march the other day. Pretty big. The numbers are growing again. Something got them sparked. You know, they had like, you know, last time I saw them, there was 10 people walking by my house. This time it was a big one. A lot of, and they're really back on the suck my dick. I've mentioned this before, but 90% of protesting is thinking of creative ways to tell people to suck your dick with megaphones. You know, what white woman was walking by behind them. She had a fucking beads all over her face. She had like a, 
you know, like those, those, uh, I don't know, the, the door, the beads that hang out from the door. She had a headband and the beads were in front of her face. Like some Egyptian thing. She had wacky sparkly outfit with beads on her face, walking down, yelling that people need to suck her dick. <laughs> She's like, good luck with the movement, people. New York is so like, it's so expensive and it's such a mess. <laughs> that when you see James Altucher and people like that being like, yeah, I don't know if it's coming back. Who knows? Maybe he's on to something. This is, you know, and this, it wasn't, it was not so expensive even 10 years ago. It got to the point where like, I remember 10 years ago, places like this, even people would have jokes. Comedians would have jokes being like, oh yeah, he's going to take you back to his one bedroom. And that was like the joke, like, oh, this loser that has a one bedroom apartment brings you on his moped and takes you to the one bedroom apartment. Great joke. But it was like, the point of the matter is now you say that to people. Like I told people I live in like a one bedroom. You know, they go, oh, he's going to, he's one of those guys that's like a one bedroom in Manhattan. You go, I mean, a billionaire, <laughs> like a rich guy. So, you know, you're paying billionaire prices and you got a woman with beads on her head yelling to suck your dick every two seconds. Something's got to give the article the Australian sent me. Very funny. But Australia, this is, they're getting hit hard too, because Australia, they were like, they're kind of like Canada where they, you know how America is with, you know, black people because they have this long history. America, Canada and has it with, and uh, uh, Australia has it with the indigenous population where they, people like, like they, they did a pretty, they did give them a pretty good fucking over. So now when it comes to apologizing for everything 500 years later, however long it was, they're going overdrive. So they are, they are full, you know, diversity, everything. And it's all extra funny when it's a, a a country of like 90, you know, percent white people like Canada. Canada's always like that. We need more diversity. And you go, they're just, it's 90, 85% of the people are white. A park, this is the article. So a park ranger employed as an authorized officer at Victoria's hotel quarantine system. Fun, fun, fun says he was only given a diversity briefing, but no training in infection control before his first shift. <laughs> and it felt unsafe, so he immediately quit. Good stuff, right? They did sort of the exact same thing as this, where they, hey, uh, can I subscribe to your newsletter? Because I'm Ryan Long, future real estate mogul. And they say, for sure. Here's some real estate advice. We need real estate companies to have a more diverse staff. And you go, okay. This guy shows up for his job as a ranger. First of all, quarantine ranger. Wackest job you could possibly be. So I don't, you know, this guy, I didn't feel safe. He also a loser. I showed up to my job and I didn't feel safe as my quarantine ranger. I, I bet you like you would want extra safety training. So I, in, a, in a different world. Maybe you grew up in a different place. You'd be the person instituting this diversity training. You're that person. Someone that wants to be a quarantine ranger. <laughs> and then he demands extra training. <laughs> but how do I, do I Lysol my hands? What, you know, what do I do? Do I put them in a net? But I do love the idea. Although this vessel is a dork. It's Malorcus. There is a lot to be said about how funny it is 
the jobs are going, you're going to your job and you're getting a big diversity training seminar and they're teaching you nothing about the job. You're a cop. <laughs> okay. What we need to do is make sure we don't stereotype and blah, blah. All right, get out on those streets. And you're like, okay, but you didn't tell me what to do when he pulls the gun. What about when someone comes in with a bomb? What we need to do is be hiring more ethnic people. Women are not as bad as men. Women are great and men are bad. It's like, okay. But when he pulls the gun, if I show up and there's a domestic dispute and the guy is about to punch the girl in the face and you're like, would, would yelling girl power help? Girl power. Not, how do I defuse? Defuse? You need to fight the patriarchy. So is that, um, is that what you're saying? Do I fight the guy? The fight the patriarchy. Are you not listening? Diversity training instead of normal training. Nice stuff. Nice stuff. All names are equal. If you hear it's Mohammed, if you hear it's James, they are the same. You should not be you should not be prioritizing one or the other. You need to check your internal biases when you hear those names. Okay, but when I pull a guy over and he threatens me, what do I do? <laughs> Diversity in training instead of regular training. Love it. Brain's still falling apart. Little update on that. Little update on that. <laughs> the brain's still falling apart. Went to the gym. First of all, the gym's gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my little rant here and get to the get to the <laughs> the thing that I promised. My analysis. Brain's still falling apart, though. The gym situation. I went to the gym. They wouldn't let me cancel. Went to the gym. Couldn't let me cancel. Lost my keys there. Walked home. Walked back to the gym. Couldn't find my keys. Walked home. Went in the door. Made cereal. And then I put the cereal box in the fridge. And then I just sat down on the couch and I said, Yeah, I'm... <laughs> this isn't good. I'm not... Things aren't going good for me right now. Now, I'm going to move on right now to this political structure. The political compass. And Chick's been getting pretty tired of me saying this. Because it was one of those things where this is what they do. They create a thing which is called the political compass. And it's a company, a political compass company. And, and then you look at the thing. First of all, they're trying to make a whole, and I'll tell you what it is. So they say it's basically an axis and one is left and right and one is libertarian authoritarian. And then you do all these questions and they tell you where you are on the thing. And as I'm looking at it, I was just like, this doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense the first time I heard it. It doesn't make sense now. It was driving my brain crazy. The questions, there's, it, the whole thing is based on like so many fallacies. And then I, I was going crazy. And the girl's like, okay, she, yeah, shut up. You know, she's sleeping in the middle of the night. I'm waking her up. And I'm like, and another thing about the political compass. <laughs> she's sick of it. But the, the, before I even get into what's so retarded about these things, I just hate the idea that they make these things that have no authority, like the agencies, like the ADL and stuff. Then they use it for stuff. And then they refer to that authority and they go, well, he was here on the political compass. Like, I don't accept that as my God. I don't accept it as anything. I'm more likely to hear what Sean King has to say 
than what the political compass has to say. First of all, these things before I even get into why this one's wrong, they're all stupid. Jordan Peterson's test I thought was stupid too. Drug addict, local drug addict Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson's shooting crack right now. Every new update is like about his drug addiction. That was a bad move for him, huh? He was printing cash. Jordan Peterson was like the guy. Three killer Rogans. Becomes famous for his university talks. And then now, every update is like, my dad's doing okay from his drug addiction. It's like, yeah, I think we're, you're done, bud. I don't need inspiration from a drug addict. But his test was like that. You would look at the test and it would say, (laughs) it was a personality test, you know? And they go, what do you think? Are are you the type of person that's depressed? And then it's like, okay, we've read the test and we decide the test. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? And the questions will be like, when you're at a party, do you like talking to people or do you prefer to be alone? And it's like, just, we know what it is. Just ask me the question. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? We want to know if you like, we want to know what type of music you like. And we're deciding like, do you, do you like bands like Metallica better than bands like Justin Bieber? And then it's like, okay, we ran, we ran the information through our system. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And we decided that you like metal. And you're like, thank you so much for interpreting that data. Do you, we want to, we don't know whether you like, you know, Subway sandwiches, you got the idea, or, or pizza. If you were drunk late night, would you tend to have a food that is square or, or, or potentially triangle? Or would you like more of a 12 inch sort of situation? You're like, I think I'm a 12 inch guy. We're like, beep, boop, boop. We've determined that you like subs and you would be more likely if they just said, Hey, are you more libertarian? Or more left and right. They would they would be you'd be more likely to actually derive any data from that thing. So all of it is that. Now, for starters, the, the these things don't make sense right out of the gate because they've decided that libertarian to authoritarian is so is the social thing. And left and right is where you fit politically. So if you're on the left. That means you think that it should be a, the full left is it should be, you know, essentially communist, that the government should be redistributing wealth. Full right is you think the government shouldn't be taxing and all that stuff. Libertarian to them is like anyone should be able to do whatever they want. And then on top is authoritarian where, no, we don't think anyone should do whatever you want. It's flawed because, first of all, they're related. No, you don't you don't get 100 percent on the left government, uh, taking all your money. So they have people that are, they call themselves left libertarians on the left. And then the four bottom, well, it doesn't really work that way because if you were going to say, Hey, we're taxing everyone at a hundred percent, you don't really have freedom. And you're like, well, but the, so the government has control over everything, every company, every single thing, but you go, Oh, but it's free market. Is it? Yeah. And which one? In which, in which history of which world is the government, is that a possible thing? What dream world where it's like, they take everyone's money, everyone gets the same amount of wage, but on the bottom, so the axis is moved together. So they're trying to, they're trying to isolate variables. And then on top of that, there's a third thing. 
you're basically, the fact that you are saying social is this. First of all, left and right to most people right now means what you think of all those social issues. So if you were left and right, which would be like abortion or something like that, and you moved on, you know, here's where I am on that scale, it would affect the other axis. And then on top of that, the questions they ask, it's like they don't understand authoritarianism and libertarianism. Because they, first of all, they don't understand, are you asking me what I think or what should I have on society? Because it's the only thing that's happening. If they said to you, hey, what do you think about abortion? And then you go, I like it or don't like it. That's other questions. I'm going to tell you some of the questions. Then they put you somewhere. And you go, okay. But that tells you nothing. The question is, what do you want to do with that? So if, if you want to say whether it's libertarian or authoritarian in a fucking political compass, you don't say, hey, do you think, here's a question on the thing. They said, do you think people's sex in the bedroom, they should be able to do whatever they want? Should, should gay people, should people be allowed to be gay? Do you think art's important? And then they ask questions like, um, what do you think the purpose of, you know, are you for or against abortion? Things like that or whatever, right? And then the only thing that matters is what do you think they should do about that information? Doesn't matter whether you're for or against abortion. That doesn't make you more libertarian or, or uh, what makes you more libertarian or authoritarian is do you think the government should enforce what you think on other people? The thing doesn't matter. If you say, hey, I think that fucking, you know, God's the most important thing and everyone should refer to the authority of God, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And now do you think that everyone else should have to do that? That's the only question that matters. So they don't know how to ask any questions that put you anywhere on these scales. And those aren't alternatives. They're different political systems, but they're not a spectrum. Those two things aren't. There's plenty of like, you can think of plenty of, uh, you can think of plenty of fascist dictators in their scenario that were more socially liberal. So that's not how that scale works. And they go Hitler or whatever. So you don't know, like, what if there was a Hitler with the racial component, like they're adding the racial component, but the liberty part doesn't have anything to do with the racial component. And you think of Hitler and you're like, what if Hitler was for gay marriage? If Hitler doesn't care if you're gay, but as long as you're white and this is, is he still a fascist dictator? Yes, but he's for that. So the, the social component has nothing to do with it. You're like, they're mixing up all these things into like a graph that doesn't make sense. Now, I don't want, like... As I was talking about it to her, I could tell that I'm like, you're right. This is me rambling about like economics and stuff like that. But there are some points that I want to say that are like a little more legitimate. So, for example, when you're talking about these things, one, the, when you're asking someone what they think on left or right or what they think on top and bottom, what many things matter. One, is this what you believe or what political system you think. So the reason why I got mad at this is because they did a thing of Trump, Biden, and then their whole thing is every person is in the middle on the top right spectrum. So now this is what, because it's very like, it's this like fucking whatever, like, you know, kind of to some degree, like, you know, Democrat establishment company. And then they want to fucking use this now to be like, look how right wing everyone is or whatever. You know what I mean? And... And then they sell courses and stuff like that. They're making a whole career out of their fake stupid thing that doesn't make sense. And out of the gate, 
according to their thing, they put Joe Biden, they go, he's on the, he's on the far, he's on the right. And well, everyone's in the right. So there's two parts. First of all, if you're saying what they got done, you get no shit. That's a truism. If you say America is slightly right of center and in their opinion, which I don't necessarily agree with, but well, that depends on where you, how you think of it. But if you say that, and then you go, the government operates here and you go, look, they all are in here. It was like, well, obviously, what do you like? Obviously, you're not going to be you're not going to get it done. If you go, what are his beliefs? What did he say? Then you'd say, OK, he said stuff that was over there. But you go, we're based on what he actually got done. His voting record, like truism. That's like saying going to China and we're like, hey, we're seeing how libertarian people are in China based on how they moved. And you're like, well, yeah, they're not allowed to. And we found out that everyone in China is like authoritarianism because they, well, yeah, based on what they do. Is this based on your what you think, what you are, or your actions? Like, so none of that's clear. What else isn't clear? Whether you're talking about, people can have these beliefs. First of all, if it is personality, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's personality because that's, it, it wouldn't be true because people's personalities are just based and their political personalities are just based on where they're fucking born for the most part. So all you're saying is the only piece of information is what do I, what have I decided I am? Hey, do you like emo? Yes. We did a political thing and it says you like emo. But more importantly, when you're talking about all these things, people forget that it depends on the level. You go, are you talking about the world? Are you talking about the country? Are you talking about the state? Are you talking about your home? So when you ask questions like, I believe people should share. Are you talking about with my family? Or are you talking about some kid in China? Because even the, you know, the most liberal people here, you go, do you think a portion of your paycheck and that portion being 50% should be taken and given to a random sample of people in Saudi Arabia. No one's proposing that. So it's very arbitrary what you think. These places are all arbitrary. And the test is purposely wishy-washy. Because the whole purpose of these things is to put you, put people places and then use that to be like, look how right-wing everyone is. And on top of that, if you say left, right, those are the two sides. And you got Joe Biden pegged on the right. Well, Mr. Joe Biden is proposing 50% tax rate. So wouldn't this, by any measure of any graph, by any standard measure, 50 be in the middle? Why would, if you have a graph, zero is here, 100 is here, so the middle is 30? Why would he be on the right if he's of economically if he's proposing like essentially a 50% tax bracket? He would be on the left. Clearly. He or he would be on the he would be in the middle at that point. But but then when he's proposing the 62, he'd be on the left. And again, so you might say, depends on who you are. And it depends on the state. But over the board to say he's above, your thing doesn't make sense. That survey determined that is ding, 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 a lie. Secondly, they released this big thing and the questions, do you think 
art is good? Do you think your race is inherently superior? They answered them for Trump. Do you think, and what he says and what he does is two different things. I think a lot of things are better that I don't do. So if you ask Trump, should people pay taxes? He thinks people pay taxes. He just doesn't think he should pay taxes. He thinks, should you, you know, should you cheat on your girlfriend? No, no, no. That should be considered wrong. Are you going to do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people think there should be rules. They're just willing to risk not following the rules. None of this makes, none of this is included in any of it. The accesses don't make sense. The variables aren't alternative viewpoints. On, and on top of that, there's 12 different interpretations of which they are not clear on any of. I was literally doing this with a chick. We disagreed on every point. It would be like Trump thing. I go, oh, he probably thinks this. He go, probably thinks this. I would say this. It's like, so a bunch of people did it with Trump. I don't think he could even do it himself. Because it's like, I don't know. Like, I say one thing. I do another thing. Like, depends on the thing. Like, do I think that the news is bad? Like, I love it when it's talking about me. I don't like it when it's talking about someone else. Like, like most people. You kind of agree with the thing when it's helping you. And you don't agree with the thing when it's not helping you. And then their questions are all based on premises that you don't necessarily agree with. They go, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. Like who would openly say, like those aren't the two options. You go, who would openly say, hey, should, if economic, there's three parts. If economic globalization is inevitable, who's agreed to that? It's inevitable. Who thinks it's inevitable? No one, very few people think that like your premise is something that very few people think it might be in, it might be happening no matter what, cause it's being pushed. But like the idea that like, it's inevitable that North Korea is going to have to become part of the global economy. No, it's not inevitable. So there is no scenario where it's inevitable. So this is like gun to your mom's head, blah, blah, blah. Would you fuck a dude? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, Surveys determined that you'd rather fuck dudes. And you go, no, that's like not, if it's inevitable, I don't think it's inevitable. And the philosophy of many people is based on the fact they don't think it's inevitable. Then they go friggin', would you rather serve the, what, <laughs> do you think that you should be for the, do you think that humanity should serve the people or the big bad corporations? <laughs> like who openly would say that? Like that's not how they view their place. They view those things or do you think those things are intertwined is the correct answer? Like anyone who kind of believes in whatever, like a free market thing, it's like, no, they don't believe that like the corporate, we got to hook up your corporations is all about them. And if it fucks over the people, then suck our dick. No, they believe those things are intertwined. So it's like they misrepresent a view, make you pick one, base it on a premise that's false. Like I mean, we're at question one. It's like the smoking thing. This is, you know. It's like these things are too intertwined to just force people to pick positions on them. Because all the, it's, smoking's a perfect example where they go, hey, do you think that healthcare, do you think that like people should have healthcare and you should pay for everyone else's healthcare? And you know, someone might say yes and someone might say no. And then you might say, hey, do you think smoking should be legal? Yes or no? And then now those two things are related. Because you go, well, if smoking's legal, 
I think that if people are going to smoke and it's going to cost me, you know, this much money, I think people should have to pay for their own smoking. Like, I think everyone should be allowed to smoke, but I think that I, without being taxed or whatever, but then they have to pay for their own health care. Or you might think that I want, you know, I agree, but like not if we're going to have smoking, we should tax people because they should pay for their own thing. So it's all related. You go, if smoking's illegal and if cars are, you know, if people don't get to make their own decisions in a world with no freedom, yeah, then maybe we would, you know, pay for it more because everyone's kind of having the same amount of stuff. Like if you're in China, it's like, why not? We're all at the same risk or something. Not that, probably not even a good example because there are chimneys over there. <laughs> but, you know, you go, what's related? It's like your friend and you go, hey, we'll pull together healthcare. And, you, and then you see him like smoking, drinking. He's like, I'm going hang gliding next weekend. And I go, yeah, you know what? Let's just do our own thing. <laughs> So a lot of people kind of feel like it that way. And you can't just say one of the other. Like, do you think smoking should be? It's like, because people don't take in all the other factors. Then you say to them, it's like, well, what if someone's doing this? Should you have to pay for it? And they're like, yeah, maybe not in that scenario. So it only works if people like kind of understand all the variables. (laughs) Do you think corporations, do you care about corporations or people? It's like, you're just completely misrepresenting what anyone thinks. Yo, cor- tr- and then you, the person clicking it goes, yo, Trump fucking loves corporations and he hates people. So Trump is a 10 out of 10 on the corporations. I strongly agree. Our race has many superior qualities compared with other races. And then I was with the chick. She goes, I think he would think that. And I go, maybe, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Maybe behind closed doors are like white's rule. But like, it's also very possible he doesn't. It's also very possible he thinks cultural is like, you know, important. These people, lo- that's what they ask cultural relativism, right? They ask questions about that. They go, there are no savage and civilized people. There are only different cultures. So many of these people would, you know, all of these people that are like social justice warriors, would, you know, a lot of them are into cultural relativism. And then they go, they would say, of course, I don't think that America is better than Indian culture. I don't think that culture is better in China or worse. We're just different. And then you go, what about people in, uh, you know, what about people in like deep South Louisiana and their views on, they go, they're worse. Yeah. No, those people suck. Fuck those people. So it's like, they not only do they believe in cultural relativism, like in States, they'll believe it in their friend group. You're like, what about those guys that are all like right-wing bloggers? I hate them. They're worse. So is that culture worse? Yes, you, you do obviously believe in it. You just like to live in the fantasy that you don't. So everyone, so you ask people questions that they don't like. So again, the things start, flawed from the start. But then on top of that, you're, <laughs> the questions are just meant to manipulate people's brains. Oh, yeah, of course. You know how many girls, that's every girl. Every girl loves to believe that about herself. I don't think people are better or worse. I, no, we're just as good. And you go, what about, you know, a bunch of Trump guys in Texas? They're stupid fucking inbred retards. That's what they would say. You know how many people think that exact, those exact same conflicting beliefs? Many. They got no, they got no problem thinking those conflicting beliefs. Just like the other people, like I'm for so much freedom, dude. I, I'm like such a freedom guy. Should people be able to burn the flag? If you fucking burn the flag, I'm gonna kill you. You should be in jail. It's like, hmm, kind of feels like you don't. Then they talk about economics in a way that, like, they they expect people know what they're talking about. So they make all these like false things. They go, it is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute and contribute nothing to society. 
So they're putting that idea in your head and whatever. And then they're making the thing is like, so people do this. Do you think it's bad or good? And you go, that has nothing to do with what you think and everything to do with just whether you understand what that job is. Anyone who, you understand that that's not what they do. They provide a market function. They don't, the idea that they just move markets around, it's like a girl saying basketball, it's just a bunch of people like throwing a ball around. You know what I mean? Comedy, what? It's just like a, don't you think it's weird that a guy just goes on stage and like talks and you go, well, yeah, because you don't understand what you do and they've been misinformed on what that job is. So that does nothing about where they sit. They just don't understand what that does. They provide liquidity. It stabilizes when, you know, the fact that they help set the prices. Maybe you don't agree with that interpretation of what fucking, you know, traders do or what mutual funds do or whatever. But like in a free market system, like they serve a function for the market that is deemed necessary. So the interpretation, the traders push paper around, it may seem like that. Just the same way that someone, because they're not touching the actual thing, the same way that someone that owns a company but doesn't actually work in the stores is just pushing paper around. The CEO of Target is just pushing paper numbers around, just talking on the phone. He's not selling anything, but he obviously is. There's a function of those jobs. The rich are too highly taxed. That's their thing. Then they go to those ones. So that's the, all. There's a lot of those ones that they make no sense and they don't understand the thing. And then there's ones they go, rich are highly taxed. It's like, are you communist or are you capitalist? Just pick your spot. You don't need to, you don't need to, we don't need you to like disguise it for us. Like they're big tricks. Like we know, we know what you're asking here. So I, there was like five of them where I said, me and we, we disagreed completely on Trump, what Trump thinks. And then they release where Trump is and they go, all these people are in the government. And it was just like, this tells us nothing. You don't know what Trump thinks. You're basing it on the fact that the, a 50% tax rate is, is a, is like unreasonable. Like the, the, the median position should be higher. This like, you know, this liberty, you know, this, uh, Anarcho right wing guy that wants the friggin' fifty percent tax rate. Trump, all authority should be questioned. We both disagreed. They go in their mind. They go Trump thinks no authority should be questioned. It's like no, he thinks literally two conflicting beliefs. He thinks his authority shouldn't be questioned when it would help him. It's kind of like that thing where, and anyone who does think of like most people, if they go, this is their questions on authority to determine whether you're authoritarian. All authority should be questioned. It's natural for children to keep some secrets from their parents. And these are like the whether or not like it should be an open book to the government. And it was like, who would any people might say that, but who in the world would be like, what kid thinks you should tell your parents everything. So anyone who thinks like, yeah, I should not keep any secrets. from My parents, I should tell them anything is lying. A parent might say that a kid would be lying. I should tell my parents every little thing in the world. That's someone that's lying. <laughs> Guess what? The kids think that there should be more secrets and the parents think there should be less secrets. Newsflash! Trump thinks that people should respect authority when it's him, but when it's anyone else's authority, he doesn't think you should respect it. Newsflash! Tells you nothing about a person. So, mothers should have careers. 
So there's all these points that should be a relative, a relevant. All these points should be your relative, your aunt Dana. Mothers may have careers, but their first duty is to be homemakers. Astrology accurately explains many things. The only thing that matters is question two. And what do you think should be done about that? Mothers should have careers, but their first duty is to be homemakers. And should that be enforced by the government is the only relevant point. Astrology is important. And should the government be using it? The fact that you believe that, that might say like, hey, are you more of a whimsical person? But that puts you nowhere on this. Especially when you're doing it the way they're doing it. When you're talking about how this is from a, a political spectrum. Now, this boys cast has been half rant and half analysis. Anyway, that stuff just boils my blood because it's just like every every second there's some new guy with some new thing that's like, here's the thing. And then everyone goes, oh, my God. And you, I, I saw Ben Shapiro was taking it. All these people taking it. And you go, now they're going to look at it and we go, everyone, it's, it's someone to jerk off. It's like they get to, you know, plug in what they think they are and then it tells you what you think they are. It's like a guy. It's like it's like with those that Jordan Peterson does. There'd be like the guy that like considers himself an alpha male and then it's like a test of are you an alpha male? And then he plugs in like are you generally dominant in a group? He's like that sounds like me. <laughs> are you like kind of a boss? And you're like I am a little bit of a boss. Do you take no shit from nobody? Never take shit. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Turns out you're a fucking alpha. We suggest that you have alpha brain. Or in J.J. Lieberman's case, beta brain. That's what we always tell them. That is... <laughs> that's what these things do. They're tests for you to jerk off, to plug in what you think that you... How you see yourself. The kind of cool guy you see yourself politically. Who gives a shit? We need to think less about people's political identity. People not... This should not be something that people identify as. Tell me what job you do. Tell me what, like, how funny you are. Tell me what, like, your chick's like. Tell me what bands you like. I don't need to hear. I, was, I remember I was going for lunch with, like, a comic that's, like, you know, we we're, t- we're working together on something, so I was going to work, and he's, I remember talking about things, and three times he was like, and I'm a left-wing dude, Bob. I, I, I don't care. Be a human being. And I'm actually left, and I consider myself a liberal, and, and I'm a classical liberal, so that's, a, and I go, ah, who cares what are we professors are we in a professor debate (laughs) professor off who could be the nerdiest professor ty all of them thank you for listening to the boys cast (laughs) a little sassy today huh thank you everyone who's subscribing to the youtube channel and the patreon right now i got like a whole whack shit ton of episodes on the patreon right now and a lot of them are some of the best episodes, to be honest. A lot of times I, fi- 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 I finished the Patreon ones and I was like, ah, I should put that on the main channel because I was feeling, feeling, we had some insight there. Patreon.com slash the boys cast. Even if you want to support me for something else or whatever. I think I'm going to have Chris from Brooklyn on next week. He's got a new podcast coming out. He's like a New York comic. Badass dude. I think I'm going to have him on next week. All right. Thank you very much for listening to the boys cast. Peace.